Welcome to the Superpower Success Podcast. It's time to shift your paradigm, gain some inspiration, and get moving towards that next level of success. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Thank you so much for listening in today. My name is Rana DeBoer. I am the Chief Impact Officer at Keystone Group International. I'm excited to talk to you today about a topic I have a lot of passion for. I have been a longtime practitioner in energy and peak performance with leaders, teams, and organizations for, well, too long that I'd like to admit. So let's get going. I think it's important to start with a little bit of a story. In 1995, I graduated from South Dakota State University, go Jacks, with a undergraduate degree in health promotion, exercise nutrition science, and physical education. I was there uh, with athletics, and so I was going to be there five years anyway, so I might as well just throw everything in the kitchen sink and get as much education as I could. Went out into the world after that and did a lot of personal training and coaching, uh, strength and conditioning in high schools. Realized that my impact that I was looking for in the world um, wasn't there. So I marched back to SDSU, got a graduate degree in health and human performance, and felt very fulfilled with an amazing perspective-building education. Walked out of graduate school dead broke. Many of you know what I mean when I say that. (laughs) And just looking for a J-O-B. Ended up in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, at Avera McKinnon Hospital. It was an amazing experience, and I found that I completely fell in love with corporate health and business and culture. At the time, I thought, oh, I'm really selling out, moving from strength and conditioning, going into a hospital to help sick people get well, and realized through corporate health that there is a whole nother set of athletes in this world and that is the corporate athlete. It's just a different game. It's just a different playing field, but all the rules, all of the tactics apply. You just apply them in a little different way, but at the end of the day, it's still about winning the game. And winning is more about playing, right? Because as corporate athletes, we are a whole person All of our employees, each of us, are whole people first. And it is the strength of the whole person that makes your business run, that makes your leadership easy or hard. And so pouring into the strength of that whole person and helping corporate athletes find that level of performance for themselves, for their their teams and their organization was very fulfilling. So with that backdrop, I hope that helps you see a little bit of perspective that I'm going to bring to you as we talk about peak leadership and peak performance in your teams, in your organization. So let's start with a question. I want you to just think about this for a moment. What are the feelings you have when you are performing at your best? What does that feel like? clear, calm, fulfilled, 
probably some sense of joy, excited, determined, confident comes to mind. Here's the thing, you cannot perform at your best if you aren't in that state of positive emotion. Anytime that you don't feel that mixture or that concoction of those positive emotions, you are essentially a sub-performer. I want you to oscillate on that for a day, for a moment, a day actually, that would be a really good uh, journaling exercise is for the whole day, how much of the day are you above or below the line? But if you just sit on that for a moment and you think about those moments of the day, um, that's a pretty powerful thought. Those positive emotions, what percentage of the day are you in that positive best performance emotional state? And when I am talking about leadership with you today, when Keystone talks to you about leadership, we're talking about not just your professional role, right? Because we are leaders in all areas of our lives. Um, we are leaders as parents. We are leaders in our community. We are leaders to our spouse. We are leaders to our parents. We are leaders in so many ways. And so, again, that strength of the whole person carries through in our ability to be a good leader as a corporate athlete in with our teams, in our organization. So it's easy for us um, to kind of move into that survival zone, right? We're going to talk more about the four zones of performance in a future podcast, but for today, it's that survival zone where we have found ourselves uh, sitting in quite a bit. And that's the place where we go. You know, team, you know this, when you maybe don't feel safe, when you don't feel secure, or quite honestly, you might feel like the world is not treating you the way that you think it should. Sound familiar? <laughs> that survival zone is characterized by the opposite emotions of best performance. Things like anger, frustration, fear, overwhelmed or irritated. That's a state, that survival state, those negative emotions. We don't always choose those situations, right? It happens to us. And we recognize that a bit probably by fight or flight. And that fight or flight happens in even the smallest moments of the day. So if you think about that on a spectrum or on a capacity level. So from a spectrum standpoint, we've got fight or flight that hits us in small minor ways and sometimes fight or flight that hits us in a major way. Those smaller things are another email, another voicemail, another deadline, another work request that comes through the ticketing system. And that can compound day after day, time after time, moment after moment. And that builds to that sense of survival to some of that negative emotion state. We might have it very severely and acutely. Anybody who knows me can laugh because I have a little bit of road rage sometimes, or perhaps uh, a near miss in a car accident. That's put in fight or flight 
into high gear, high speed. So our days are full of barriers and challenges that hold us back from that optimal performance that can sometimes hold us in that sub-performance state. Some we choose, some we don't. So I'm not going to say that it isn't without our control. It certainly is. We control how we react and we respond. And that's the point of today. So what do we know? We know that winning in the game of life, leadership, and business takes something called energy. It takes energy to combat those forces that will take us below the line. I mentioned this just a little bit earlier, that can pull us into that sub-performance state that's below the line. So it takes focused, supportive energy to stay above that line. So what is energy? Let's put a definition around this. What do we know? Let's put a definition around energy and let's look to physics to help us define this kind of abstract um, concept that we're putting into our work culture and into our workplace and into our leadership. Energy is defined as the capacity to do work. So let me say that again. Energy is the capacity to do work. Simply said, think of it this way. The greater the capacity, the greater the ability to do work and make an impact. The more capacity, the more ability to do work, the more energy that you have to do work and to make an impact. Now, we want our employees and our teams to get the work done and we want them to do it well. Our challenge is to figure out how to train first ourselves as leaders, to train our individuals, our teams, on how to build energy capacity for ourselves, to lead a fulfilling life, and to provide value at work. And that's a reciprocal relationship, right? Because we know that people with a high career well-being are 50% more likely to be thriving in life overall. It's a reciprocal relationship. So the energy of your people drives the energy of your business and vice versa. And in today's world, it's almost like we have a little obligation in the workplace just to, just to check on that, right? How are we providing to the capacity of our people to do good work for themselves and absolutely for the organization and the communities where our businesses live. We can take this a step further, right? Challenge first, how do we do this energy management, energy capacity for ourselves, for our teams, and then go a step farther and say, how do we influence the energy of our organization? So I wanna reinforce those three domains with you. First is you, right? you as a leader, individuals, the second is your team, and the third is your organization. And when we can find that energy source in self, which 
is a contagious energy that runs out to our team, which is another contagious energy that runs out to our organization, we find exponential performance for ourselves, our teams, and our business. Easier said than done. Absolutely easier said than done. What else do we know? We know that we also have to understand and empathize with our current world state. We understand that people can only process and handle so much at one time. And I don't know if you guys have read much about surge capacity or not, but it's a relevant point just to hit on quick today. So I'm gonna give you the definition. Surge capacity is a collection of adaptive systems. Now just think about this, we're talking about performance and peak leadership. It's the mental and physical adaptive systems that humans draw on for short-term survival in acutely stressful situations, such as natural disasters. Well, our surge capacity has been maxed and tested, yes? And so we must, again, um, just empathize and understand all that our people, our teams, and our businesses are trying to process and absorb and move through. So what do we do? We learn about the pressure performance curve, and this is the sweet spot of our time together. So I hope this is a benefit and you can find a way to put this into use for yourself like today, right now, and as you look into 2022. So the pressure performance curve is essentially a way of doing two things when it comes to peak leadership. It is fuel and renewal. So I want you to imagine a bell-shaped curve. On the very, very left side of that curve is a very, very low amount of energy and it's what we call rust out. That means we don't have enough pressure or stress to keep us striving and driving. So yes, stress is actually a good thing because it gets us up out of bed and helps us be a, a good mom, a good dad, a good brother, a good boss, a good leader. So stress is not bad, but too much, too soon, too often can be. So as we move along this spectrum, we move along these levels of pressure. We go from rust out with not enough pressure and we climb up that bell curve halfway and we see comfort and recovery. That's the renewal space, the place where we recover. We climb up a little bit further, not quite to the peak and we get to stretch. And this is where we get out of our comfort zone. That stress or that pressure is pushing us to reach, stretch, and grow. At the very top of that bell curve, I want you to imagine, rather than a smooth curve, a, a slight point. That point is a tipping point. When we move over to the right side of that bell curve, we jump into the first space called strain. So we've moved from recovery into stretch, hit that tipping point and we go into strain. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what that feels like. After strain, we start to go down the backside 
and we hit overwhelm and we find ourselves all the way to the bottom in burnout. So as you imagine that pressure performance curve and you think about that peak at the top, I wanna tell you what that tipping point at the top between stretch and strain is called. Are you ready for this? It's called the zone of delusion. I could hold a masterclass in the zone of delusion. Just ask my husband. <laughs> I can do more. I can keep going. I can keep stretching. Before you know it, I'm stretching so much so far. I'm in strain and I don't even recognize it anymore. And then I wonder why I'm tired, why I feel suboptimal performance or below the line. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. You get into strain and what are those things that we see and feel in ourselves, but often can ignore? Fatigue, poor judgment, poor decision-making. Here's what else we know. We know that that strain shows up physically. It might be a mental strain and it shows up physically. Headaches, low back pain, muscle spasms, heart palpations, high blood pressure. The list goes on and on. And the more we run down the backside of that pressure performance curve and we get into the overwhelm and end up in burnout, we end up with serious health problems and certainly cannot be the leader that, that we are looking to be and that we want to be. So what's the main point? The energy of you, your team, and your organization comes down to two things, refuel and renewal. So we go from comfort and recovery into stretch. Before we get to that zone of delusion, before we step into strain, we have to recognize in ourselves what's happening and we do what's called oscillate. We oscillate from stretch to recovery. We go back and forth. It is through times of renewal and rest that we grow and we get stronger. Here's an example. When do you usually get your best, most creative ideas? In the shower, in the middle of the night, when you're driving to your girlfriend's house, when you're right, anything that doesn't have to do with work. So it is the rest and recovery piece that allows our minds and our bodies to grow stronger. We must find ways to oscillate between stretch and recovery and notice when we're hitting in strain, be cognizantly aware of it and put in practices, even for micro recoveries or micro renewal. So two things, it's oscillating, it's refuel and it's renew. All right, gang, it starts with you. That's the place where all energy cascades, good, bad, or ugly. Welcome to the extreme ownership piece of leadership, right? <laughs> As a leader, your energy is contagious. Yes, it is downright infectious, if you will and the starting source of your energy for your team. 
So I'm going to challenge you with a few good questions. And there, my, my intention is to help you, to help you be focused, to be intentional, to be fulfilled in your energy. Because we want to write a great story in 2022. And at the end of the day, you are a CEO. And that means that you are your own chief energy officer. You got to own that. You got to get excited about it. And you got to put some really deliberate practices into place so that you can go from recovery to stretch, recovery to stretch, and grow and go and be at your best performance above the line most of the time. Not all of the time, but most of the time. So as you think about that pressure performance curve and the ability to oscillate back and forth with a little bit of recovery and stretch, here are some questions I have. Where do you spend most of your day? Recovery, stretch, strain, overwhelm. When do you schedule renewal? Is it quality renewal? Who do you need to ask for support? You can't do the game of life alone. You can't do the game of leadership alone. You can't lead a business alone. You need to have people around you that help you and support you. What are the critical practices in your energy renewal that you must put in place that you cannot live without that are anchors to you being a chief energy officer? Last question, how will you help your team and your organization oscillate from recovery to stretch to go and grow? and be at their best performance. At Keystone Group, we, we want to be that partner for you if we can help you in that journey of, of discovery in any of those questions for yourself and for your team. So what's next? There's a lot more we can unpack on this topic and I look forward to doing that with you in 2022. So look for more of these quick hit episodes on peak leadership, and we'll just keep this education train going, these great coaching questions to challenge you, keep feeding and giving you tips and suggestions on how to be your best and stay above the line most of the time. Thank you for tuning in and listening. We so appreciate all of you and congratulate you on an amazing 2021 and look forward to seeing and hearing the story that you create in 2022. Wishing you a happy new year and all the best. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this episode, please click that little subscribe button so you get the latest episodes when we release them. And we would so appreciate a rating and a review. We'd love to hear from you on how these podcast topics are having an impact for you. And if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, make sure and go to our website, keystonegroupintl.com to sign up.